Chapter Ten of Helen Lester. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Helen Lester by Pansy. Chapter Ten. Helen and Louise. Louise had the toothache. She had moaned and sighed with it all the afternoon and was as nearly in ill humor as louise was ever known to be besides having to endure the pain she was greatly disappointed it seemed hard that she must have the toothache on that particular day when cleveland had promised to take helen and her to a splendid concert that very evening cornelia had gone with one of her city friends mr and mrs lester were going out to spend the evening and fred was to be of cleveland's party so louise was to be left alone with one of the servants and at this she complained bitterly helen coming downstairs dressed for her ride overheard this conversation between louise and her mother i think it is very bad mamma that i must be left with jane all this long dreadful evening why my dear jane will do everything for you and you surely are not going to be selfish and want one of us to stay with you when you are not sick but mamma i am sick my tooth aches dreadfully and i don't feel good a bit and i did want to go so badly and louise began to cry oh louise i wonder if mamma will have to stay at home and disappoint papa just for a selfish little girl who has the toothache when she has a good kind nurse to take care of her too helen's face had been growing very thoughtful during this talk could she should she ought she she asked those questions rapidly and tried to answer them cleveland was standing in the drawing-room door waiting for her she turned toward him suddenly he was watching her with a queer look on his face she smiled to know how well he could read her thoughts and how poorly she could read his for his face did not help her a bit however she had decided she untied her hat and drew off her gloves then she glanced back at the face which she was always watching nowadays this time he smiled and bowed and helen was into her mother's room mamma i'll stay with louise you daughter why i thought you were going with cleveland so i was mamma but if louise would like me to stay louise looked up eagerly oh now i don't want to be selfish but if you only would stay with me i will said helen sitting resolutely down not daring to trust herself to go to the window nor listen to the jingle of cleveland's sleigh bells it was very selfish and bad of me to keep you said louise sobbing and i know mamma thinks so and cleveland and all of them but i could not stay with that jane no louise i like to stay with you if you want me do you think the concert will be very splendid oh dear i wonder if cleveland will ever ask us again did fred go how queer fred is getting to be what is the matter with him do you suppose oh my you can't think how my tooth jumps don't you think he's different somehow yes i think he is he is trying to be different louise louise drew a little sigh everybody is getting good but me now there will be nobody to love me by and by oh louise how foolish 
You are a great deal better than I am. No, I'm not. I couldn't have stayed at home tonight for you. I should have been very sorry for you, and all that. And I should have cried, very likely, because you couldn't go. But as for giving up that concert, just because you took a notion to have me stay with you, I tell you I couldn't have done it. No, indeed. And, Nell, I think you are growing dreadful good. Truly, I do. You're ever so much nicer than you used to be. You wouldn't have stayed at home with me once, now, would you? No, said Helen, slowly. I don't believe I would. But it's not because I'm good. It's because I, Louise, I want to please Jesus. Well, that's being good, I'm sure. I think it's nice to be so. But, oh, dear, it must be such dreadful hard work, always to be thinking about one thing, always to be remembering that you ought to do what you don't want to. I never could do it. Never in the world. Say, Helen, don't you think my cheek is swelling more? You don't know what a funny little puff it seems. Just like a sweet apple. No, I don't suppose it would make any difference whether the apple were sweet or sour. Only the pound sweetings, you know, made me think of it. Just hand me that bottle, will you? If anybody knows what such a little girl as I am doing with the toothache, I wish they'd tell me. Helen went for the bottle with a little sigh. Louise did mix things up so. Swollen cheeks and sweet apples and being good all in a breath. Louise, said she, trying to come back to the subject. After the swollen cheek had been bathed, do you ever pray to God to help you? No. Oh, yes, I do. I say, our father, sometimes. Yes, I say it quite often. But do you think of what you're saying and try to mean it? Well, no, not much. It is such very hard work. You see, there are so many things to think of. I say a few words, and then I go straight to wondering whether Clara Gray and I had better have blue bonnets with white plumes. We want to dress alike, you know. I think blue and white is lovely, but Clara likes pink best, and I don't know how it will end. And so, you see, there's that, and the lessons, and writing, and all sorts of things to think about, and... I just get all in a whirl and let it go. Louise, if you should die now, tonight, do you suppose you would go to heaven? Louise sighed and tossed her curls around on her rumpled pillow. I'm sure. I don't know. Please don't talk to me about dying, now. It makes me feel so awful gloomy. It isn't likely I'll die yet. I'm only a little girl, and people don't die with the toothache, you know. Do they ever? Do you suppose? How mine does ache. Isn't it almost time for Mama to come home? Do, Helen, play and sing. Two merry hearts. Or something lively for me. I feel so gloomy. Helen gave up in despair. She gave Cleveland an account of the evening's conversation the next day and finished with a sad, It don't do any good to talk to Louise. She is so giddy, she won't even listen. And the only answer he made was, I'll give you a verse for school. This morning, Nelly, whatsoever ye shall ask of God in my name, believing, ye shall receive. End of chapter 10